I am going to be enjoying a country boy brewing shotgun wedding or brown ale aged on vanilla beans tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the most south of the Mason-Dixon American thing I've heard today. It may have been left outside overnight, too, so it's a little skunked, but that's, that's okay. Gross. Even better. <laughs> This is BitPunch Radio, episode 002. Uh, in today's episode, we want to talk about game streaming. Uh, so we have five different game streaming applications we want to kind of run down and just kind of see what the difference are, differences are between them, talk about you know some of the do's or don'ts, talk about uh, what kind of sets these apart. Um, with Amazon announcing they are entering this game streaming uh, ecosystem now it, 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 I've been this has been kind of a topic that you know I'm kind of considering uh, especially with uh, how easy this is to just start streaming stuff we have pretty good internet now and uh, so it, I've, this has kind of been on our topic that we wanted to, to kind of talk about and I thought it made sense especially with Amazon announcing Luna uh, last week um, but before we get started into that Rich what have you been up to this past week not a whole lot of anything new. Uh, my brother got married last weekend, so congrats. That kind of uh, spent a lot of time, or I went to travel too, so mm-hmm. didn't get a lot of games. Play a lot of games. Uh, played some more Breakpoint and Halo, obviously. Um, but the day that I was leaving, my uh, Android phone decided to completely die. So, what did you have? I had a OnePlus sixty. Um, which is a Chinese manufactured Android phone that's really cheap. They used to be really cheap. I think when that phone launched, it was like four ninety or three ninety nine or four ninety nine. I think I got it for four fifty. Mm-hmm. And it's like a full featured, you know, flagship style phone, uh, which, which is why I bought it because I really didn't want anything too fancy. Just wanted to okay get a cheap phone that was decent and they're good and they. They don't have like any bloatware on them like Samsung used to have, but don't doesn't have as much now as far as Android. Like it's kind of a pure Android from an OS standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like really, uh, not a lot of additions to it. So I really liked it. Like that phone. I bought my wife one. My wife had one for two and a half years before it kind of took a crap. Um, and then she got a Pixel Four. So yeah, I've been on the Android train. Oh man. Probably since 2011 or 12. Yeah. Quite a while, probably seven years. Yeah, we met up once and you were trying to sell me on it and you almost you almost had me switch. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this time I decided uh, I was going to go ahead and buy an iPhone. So 
I went. Was it our it. was it our episode last week that it, it, it you? did it did happen to be right after the episode <laughs> where we talked about a bunch of Apple shit. Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of thought about it. I was like, oh, I'll go buy a Pixel. You know, you can get like a Pixel Four A pretty cheap or a four. And they just announced new Pixels yesterday, so that's pretty funny. Um, but now I was kind of kind of looking into the Apple Watch. We talked about it last week. I kind of mm-hmm. watched a couple of videos on YouTube about it after we talked about it, and was like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool. It'd be nice to have like an actual watch again." Because before I just had that Whoop strap. It's just more of a fitness band. Mm-hmm. And so I bought an iPhone 11, not a Pro or a Pro Max or whatever those crazy expensive ones are. So I got. Yeah, I, I think I, I ended up with the big one. Ooh, man, it's a huge phone. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think I paid 700 bucks for the iPhone 11, which isn't terrible considering uh, it's an iPhone, it's an Apple product. And I guess, you know, they're they're about to announce those new ones, but you were kind of in a state where you couldn't wait, right? Yeah, and I'm not I I mean, I am that guy. Like I I like I like the new things. Yeah, but, you are. You're totally that guy. Yeah, yeah, I am that guy. You but, hit refresh a thousand times last week on an <laughs> yeah, Xbox, so you're Xbox. that guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess I am. But with the phone, it's like I feel like phones are so incremental now that the differences between them are like nothing. And like to me, like my phone that I had before this, the One Plus, was two or three years old. So going to the iPhone was a big, pretty big change. Of, you know, for multiple reasons. So yeah, I bought the iPhone 11 for 700 bucks and got the uh, Apple Series, Apple Watch Series 6, the new one. Mm-hmm. I got the blue one, which I super like. I uh, wasn't planning on buying the blue one, but it's the only one they had mm. in, in the in the 44 millimeter. And when I saw it, I noticed it's like a really, really dark blue. Uh, so far, nobody's been nobody's said anything about it being blue because I don't think they can tell because it's almost black, like it's really dark. Uh, and I got like a black nylon band for it that, that kind of adds to that because the whole top of the watch is black anyway. So right, it's just the sides that are a color, and it's it's pretty nice. So I'm I got it all set up. Got kind of I, I have a MacBook, so I, I was already in the ecosystem to begin with. And and you have an iPad, and, and I have an oh I have two yeah. iPads. I use one at work and one at home. So I was kind of already back into the ecosystem, and that's probably why. I lean toward going back to iPhone is because I've been using these iPads for the last seven months. Mm-hmm. And I like the iPads quite a bit. And a lot's changed since I've left and now come back to Apple. And I've enjoyed it quite a bit, actually. I like some of the OS stuff that they've done with the widgets is, is kind of cool. It's hilarious, though, because everybody on Twitter is like posting their widget home screens. It's like it's Android... 2009 or 2010 like <laughs> like no one on android uses now. widgets anymore and now <laughs> only thing that apple people care about is changing their icons and in widgets and it's just hilarious yeah. so yeah i think i've seen a bunch of news articles posting like here's to get a sticky note on your widget and it's just like that would be kind of cool to have sticky notes yeah, as a widget <laughs> that's a very uh it's it's hilarious because yeah android has come full circle to the point to where I don't think I even had widgets on my home screen before. For a while, I definitely did, like early on. Mm-hmm, sure, yeah, seven years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm really we finally liking, caught up. Yeah, I caught up. Yeah, but I'm really liking the watch. I think I like the watch more than the phone. So, anything uh, new with Hades? No, no. I'm still down at Joy-Con. I keep me. I was going to go buy a new Joy-Con, and then I spent 
a thousand dollars on phones and watches. And sure. So I was like, yeah, oh, wait a minute. Did you send them in? No, not, no, I, yeah. I kind of, kind of went a step further and took like some pliers to it and tried to pull the stick back out because it's it's just like the stick doesn't register like one direction. It's not that it's like drifting. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. So I don't you know. Should, my, I, I totally recommend the Pro Controller. I know like you're you're not really wanting to spend money right now, but that that controller is solid. I don't play on the TV though. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't have it plugged into the TV. I only play it handheld. Mm. Is that weird? How, how does Hades run? It's fine. It's totally good. Yeah. See, I'm going back and forth on if I want to get it on Steam or that. Um, uh, you, you know, I I played Dead Cells on the Switch. Uh, because I didn't that, that game was out on PC and that game didn't run great and when Dead Cells came out for consoles uh, for the Xbox and PS4 I played it on PS4 it ran way better and I liked it a lot more mm. but but Hades on Switch runs really good I, I have no mm-hmm. problems with it at all it's really good some of the text is a little hard to read but other than that it's pretty damn good I, nice. yeah I need to get another Joy-Con yeah anything else? no just weddings okay. and watches and phones. What are you doing? Oh, I'm still plowing through Gears Tactics. Uh, I think I'm on like the second set of missions. Um, still really enjoying that game. I bought a 2060. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I was able to you know, give my computer a pretty significant bump, actually. Um, I, I don't have like a 1440p monitor, but I'm kind of looking around for those. And those are like a hard swing. Like you can get a cheap one for maybe around three or four, but then if you want like a couple more of the bells and whistles, it pretty much doubles the price. And it's yeah, just I tough. I feel like I I've seen some fourteen forty p monitors like at Costco, like of all places. But you, but but it's like okay, it, but you're not like so. There's FreeSync and G-Sync right. monitors out there that actually sync up with your graphics card. Right, and that's a TV it, I was going to buy with my Xbox. Was going to do that. Right. So was it? Uh, well, anyway. So you know, I'm, I need to look for a G Sync because I'm I went with a um, mm-hmm. uh, you know an Nvidia style graphics card. Uh, but yeah, it's like it almost doubles the price. Like if you're between like a, an entry level one, which I'm not a snob. Like I would be more than happy with that. I'm sure. But it's just like it's one of those things. It's like well, if I'm going to spend four hundred dollars. I could spend $600 and get something like double <laughs> as nice, you know? So yeah. I'm just kind of having that little internal struggle. Um, plus I want to try to, uh, so I have that 960, which it runs like old games fine. I'm going to try to like repurpose that for, and stick that in like my son's room or something at some point. Um, so still loving Gears Tactics. Um, I've downloaded, what did I download? So I was looking, I watched the quick look for that Warhammer game, and that was completely different than what I thought it actually was. It's like a Left 4 Dead style clone. Um, Is that Vermintide? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Vermintide 2. That's the second one. It just hit Game Pass. Um, So I've been just kind of looking at the games that are hitting Game Pass, and, and, you know, there's a lot that interests me. Like Wasteland 3 looked like it was kind of cool. But once I, like, started getting into the quick look, you know, uh, it just seems like it's still kind of buggy. And plus it's kind of long, and so I'm looking for something a little shorter. So I've actually uh, started downloading Rage 2. Oh, boy. Yeah, which um, I guess the story is shit, but I guess the gameplay is actually really fun, and it's short. 
So mm. I just like looking for something else to play alongside Gears because I'll play like a mission or two of Gears and then I kind of burn out on them. Like, okay, I've got Did you finish Red Dead? Kind of. You finished like, the in, main mission, like the main. Yeah, I did do not the, do any of the prologues. No, yeah, you gotta, it, you gotta it do left. That. Yeah, no. At yeah. some point, I will. You know, I'll, I'll, I might get back into that game. I don't know. Um, so those have been the games of playing. So my son, he bought his first video game uh, oh, this no. past week. No. He bought Kirby, Kirby Fighters Two. Um, God. it's it's like a very scaled down. He loves Kirby. Um, and it's a pretty scaled down version of Smash <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> How do kids in 2020 know who Kirby is? Like, what games is Kirby in that they know what, who Kirby uh, even is, like, at this point? I mean, he's in Smash so, Brothers, but... So, my son does play Smash Brothers on his DS, um, so he knows Kirby from that. Uh, but we went through a kick on the Switch uh, of downloading some demos for games, and I think there's a couple different Kirby games that has a demo, and he he loves. I mean, he will replay those demos over and over. I haven't bought the full game for him at all. He would probably love it, but he'll just play that demo over and over. Um, and so he kind of knew about Kirby, and he, you know, I'll get on the store. I was actually looking at Hades, and he seen that there was a new Kirby game, and it was twenty dollars. And he was just like, "Oh, I have twenty dollars. I'd like to buy that." And I was like, "That's <laughs> fine, you know, whatever." Uh, so he pulls out twenty one dollar bills from his you know, Toy Story ham piggy bank. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, seems fine. I, I don't know. It looks like a really stripped down version of Smash Brothers. It, you know, it's, I think it's fine. Like for him, I, yeah. I don't see me getting into it, but it's, there's a story mode to it. it it's uh, nothing but Kirby's. So it's like Kirby's with different powers. Um, it, it looks serviceable. I don't know. Uh, I might, mess with it a little bit with him but uh gosh what else we've been up to uh reading this book called wrath of empire by brian mcclellan um i highly recommend the powder mage uh trilogy it's it's fantastic uh, i won't really get into that but it's so there's two trilogies and i'm reading the second book out of the second trilogy um we finished the morning show uh i actually highly recommend that i had a I had a great time watching that. Like production value is, you know, through the roof. Um, That's the one on Apple a, TV. Yes. Okay. I just got a year of that since you bought. I guess when you yes, when you, you did. buy an iPhone, you get a year <laughs> of Apple TV. So, hey, you should watch that show. It's it's good. That's exactly um, what I needed was another streaming service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should. That should be a topic. It's talking about all the different streaming uh, services. God, it'll just be. Uh, okay, I gotta talk. You probably won't know what this is, but on Netflix. You know, it's got the kids section. My kids watch a shit ton of that stuff. Um, oh, yeah. One of them is called, it's called Coco Melon. And it's just like this little baby is what the, like, box art is. And it's just, like, nursery songs and, like, different, like, little kids, like, little infant-style, like, songs, mm-hmm. you know, sing-along songs. And, I don't know, she discovered, my little one discovered, my two-year-old discovered it, I don't know, probably three months ago. It must have hit Netflix because it was all over the front page of that kids page, mm-hmm. and so she's watching. And it's all we watch. I mean, we watch. We've watched that thing probably hundreds of hours, and you know, Netflix just recently started doing like their top ten things in the U.S. Or oh, like I have seen that. Like, if you go into the Netflix app, it'll show you like the top ten most popular things. How do you, How do you watch Netflix? What are you watching it through? 
usually on my TVs, like I'll Chromecast through or on the Xbox okay. or through my so, TVs. Oh, right. Like so your TV house is or, kind of decked out with Google stuff, right? Yeah, so I've got Chromecast. I've got uh, the Xbox, which has Netflix on it. I've got the TV upstairs is a 70-inch 4K TV with like the smart TV stuff. So we have that up there. And, but anyway... So even on even on like the TV app, they're all the same app now. You can see like what okay. the most popular shows are, and I think it's in your country. I'm not sure if it's world worldwide. But one day I open it up, and the third thing on that list is that freaking Coco Melon show. So and it's the <laughs> only kids thing on there. I'd never seen a kids thing on there before. Huh? And I was just like, okay, my daughter has completely skewed these numbers because my TV plays nothing but this freaking right. thing. It was hilarious. And you try to get you try to get that on its own profile because you want like your adult profile to show the the shit that you care about, and you don't want you know Sonic Adventure kind of. Yeah, it was weird. I had never. Yeah, and it was on. Yeah, it's on like the the adult profile where you see that top ten, and I had never seen a kids show on there before, so it must be Mm. just reeking. And then I start thinking about like I could I could make something like this and you know become a billionaire. You know, it can't be that Mm -hmm. hard. Oh yeah. Right, like, like the baby shark stuff is, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's like every time, every time my kids like open a new toy or something, I'm just like, you know, I could record <laughs> them doing that real quick and get a million hits. You know, but that just shit's weird. Okay, uh, okay, so that's about uh, all I've been up to. Still watching the boys? You you check that show out? I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that is. So it's a uh, uh, Amazon, I think. Um, it's a Garth Ennis comic um, that was made into a TV show. It's on the second season now. It's pretty good. Hmm. Um, yeah, you'll you'll have to check it out. It's basically like the anti. So basically, they uh, they it's a corporation of superheroes and how a corporation would treat superheroes and um, you know actually people with superpowers, not like the Watchmen side of superheroes, but uh, it's completely fucked up, dude. <laughs> um, it's a it's a it's a great show huh. uh it, it's yeah uh my wife and i are both really enjoying that and like i know we our our artwork on this podcast shows that we talk about comics and this might be the first comic we've brought up uh, but i finished a comic called uh doomsday clock which i don't read a ton of superhero comics but this is a watchman and dc crossover um oh boy yeah, I think uh, I think actually. So there's only two like trades of it, and I think the second one released this year. Uh, so I, I actually finished that this morning. Uh, pretty good little series. Hmm. Um, I need to read yeah, more if comics. In, if you're into the Watchmen, uh, I don't. Have you read the the actual Watchmen comic before? Mm, nope. It's good. Uh, and the TV show is phenomenal too. Uh, but I'm sure at some point we'll talk more and more about comics. So let's get into the topics. Topic tonight, we're going to talk about game streaming. And and I, I think we need to clarify what we mean by game streaming. Uh, so we had a little debate about this before we started recording. I want to talk about the, the stuff that is like the services you can subscribe to that will stream a game to you. Yeah, cloud streaming, streaming something yes. from the cloud. Like you don't have so, a console, you don't have a computer that has yeah. this thing downloaded. It's... Literally, you have a Chromecast or your TV or an internet browser that it is pushing it down to. Yes. So I, a couple of these might skirt that a little bit. 
but uh, mm-hmm. we will we'll, we'll talk about that because I I streamed like my uh, Steam you know throughout the house uh, I stream my Xbox throughout the house. Um, Rich, uh, there is a pretty decent app. Uh, you know what? I want to open that real quick. It's called OneCast. It costs money. I think it's twelve dollars, but you can stream your Xbox to your iPad, oh. and it actually does really well. So. The um, iPad app, like the the official like Xbox app, it doesn't allow you to stream to it, but there's there are ways around it. I, I, I think, and uh, we might have to double check, but I'm pretty sure I just saw a news story this week that uh, Apple and Microsoft were working to let that happen. Like games that are on your Xbox will be able to stream to your iPad. Oh, okay, yeah. You're here pretty oh. soon. Like they were working on it. Nice. Some sort okay. of workaround. Okay, so. First one we're going to talk about is uh, a service called PlayStation Now. So I've got some notes. PlayStation Now offers 800 games that range from PlayStation 2 up through PlayStation 4. And with the launch of the PS5, they are actually uh, going to be adding a bunch more PlayStation 4 games to it. Um, They announced that like during the big PS5 conference uh, a couple weeks back. Yeah, it's nine ninety nine per month. They recommend five megabytes down, uh, over a wired connection. Um, I played with it some about a year ago. Uh, I think if you start downloading PlayStation, or I, th- I think if you if you subscribe to it, the default method, it actually serves it up being streaming to you. It will. It wasn't great. Um, mm-hmm. if you, if you look around on the internet though, people actually report, you know, some people have great experience with it. Um, some people say it's kind of shit, but, um, they add new games every month, just like everyone else does. You can stream to your PlayStation or your computer. Um, you can download the games on your PlayStation, but you cannot download them on your computer. If they gave me the ability to download them on my computer, I would probably subscribe to it. But uh, because I've had a bad experience with that in the past, I want to like maybe let them um, work on that some more. Because they bought Gaikai. Gosh, how long ago was yeah, that? Yeah, that was a long time. That I think was, that's where, what this turned into. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was such a big story because I I didn't know what Gaikai was. Uh, uh, you know, and then they they snatched them up, and I, this kind of turned into that. Um. You can get a year of it for sixty bucks, which which actually saves you. That's like half off almost. Uh, and like Sony never talks about PlayStation Now. They talked about it a little bit with the with the PS Five announcement, but how much I see Xbox talk about X Cloud and Xbox Game Pass and stuff, it, it surprises me that PlayStation doesn't try to push this more because the catalog is great. It's it's you know it's it's pretty strong. Uh, there's a lot there. But it's just you don't really hear Sony talk about it much. They use I don't see a lot of marketing around it. Yeah, I think it's it's probably because it's not very good. Number one, because I, I remember trying it and it not being very good either. Uh, and I had decent. I had the recommended is five megabits per second down. Yeah. And I had well over that. I think it was at like twenty or twenty five uh, before. Mm-hmm. But. It, uh, I think the other problem is, is it's only old games. It's only like back catalog games. So new games, I don't think are launching on PlayStation now, if, unless, mm-hmm. unless right. that's something that's changed. So it's not something like Stadia where Cyberpunk's going to launch in two months and be on Stadia day one, you know, or you know these newer games are you know being marketed that way. So uh, that's probably a little bit to do with it. Yeah. 
so that that's available and again if it you know 60 bucks for a year of that if you know say i don't play a playstation 5 or, or i don't end up buying one and they end up launching a bunch of stuff on that PlayStation Now service, um, kind of like they're doing with Game Pass. I would probably subscribe to it. Like, I care way more about the exclusives for for Sony than I do Microsoft, um, and and I feel like I'm going to miss out on a lot of those if I don't end up buying a PlayStation Five at some point. But if they offered them through this PlayStation Now service, then it's that would I, I would consider getting a year of that and play through some of that stuff. Like, I want to play yeah. Final Fantasy VII. I want to play the, you know, the God of War sequel. God of War was a fantastic game. I love Spider-Man. I mean, they, they've got a lot of good games. Um, oh, my God. Did you see what they did to Spider-Man? Yeah, they make him look even. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which I, I guess they're already considering changing him. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think. And, you know, that might be some BS I was reading, but I think yeah, it was like a such thing. a back, it was like just such a, such a negative uh, reaction to that. Yeah. So for... For the audience, the the well, that game was just called Spider Man, right? Miles was, Morales. Yeah. No, 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 not Miles Morales. The re the the one that came out last year, the normal Spider Man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, just, they're remastering that for PS Five, and the Peter Parker character in that game had a very specific look. He didn't look like Tom Holland. He didn't look like Tobey Maguire. He just had a look. And mm-hmm. and this remaster, so this re release of this game that came out. A year or two ago, they made him look like basically like Tom Holland, like a knockoff. Right. Like you hit the, you have a Tom Holland generator and you hit it 15 times. This is what came out. Yeah. And people freaked out. And I can understand why. It was kind of hilarious. But yeah. Uh, so, okay. So that's, that's really all I have for that. Uh, why don't you talk to us about Google Stadia? You've got some experience there. Yeah. So I bought Google Stadia. When it came out, when it launched. You were really excited about it. I was really excited about it. Uh, I don't have a gaming PC. I have an Xbox One S, so mm-hmm. not even a One X. So I was excited. You know, they were the, the, big, the big pitch with Stadia is it is cloud, all cloud, right? So they send you a Chromecast Ultra and a controller. They have their own controller for the Google Stadia. And you plug that sucker into the back of your TV and you can stream games from the internet. The can I view, ask the difference between a normal Chromecast and an Ultra? Is it 4K? Okay, so <laughs> yes, it's the it's the okay. 4K Chromecast. It's a specific gotcha. model of the Chromecast that only it can run Stadia, or at the beginning could only run Stadia. I think some of the older Chromecasts did get patched to run Stadia. I'm not 100% sure on that. Did you see uh, the new Chromecast? Yes. So Google was part of their, they announced the Pixel yesterday. They kind of had a big announcement. Uh, Google did uh, yesterday. And they announced the new Chromecast that has like a remote control. And apparently it's not going to launch with Stadia, which is hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, you can stream it through your TV using a Chromecast. You can stream it in a browser. So on your laptop or your Android tablet through Chrome. So you just literally open up a Chrome tab, go to stadia.com, log in, mm-hmm. and you can run any of those games that you've bought or have through their service, which is pretty cool. And it's pretty instantaneous. You can jump back and forth between them. It's like you would be playing on the TV and then open up your laptop and boom, you're playing. So the, the, the pitch there, those, that was part of the pitch, right? You can play it kind of anywhere. The other part of the pitch is you're 
you're streaming it from the cloud on this super powerful, you know, server rack. I can't remember what all the specs were that they were using to serve those games, but it was yeah, supposed like to be up to like eight. Like they were, and... yeah, they they had all the specs, and it was basically you know certain games that are built for it will be able to run 4K 60, which is you know mm. PC type stuff. You know, yeah. especially a year ago, now we're in the PS5 and Xbox Series X land. You know, both those consoles will be able to do that. But Stadia was really pushing like you're going to get the best experience here, like a PC equivalent experience on Stadia. And it was which is yeah. a very bold claim. Yeah, yeah, big time, big time. And that's and that's what I like. You know, I can't remember what the launch price was for Stadia. I'm going to have to Google it. But I think it was one nineteen. That sounds about right. It was it was somewhere in the low to mid 100s when it launched. Yeah. And so if you think about that, I mean, if if it if it delivers on that promise, and I can play games at that level, like on a 4K TV, that's that's a pretty good deal for a pretty low price point for that. Yes. Uh, the and then that's why I was excited about it. I was like, especially with Cyberpunk. So Cyberpunk got announced for it. I was like, man, I could buy Cyberpunk, and I've got a 4K TV upstairs. I could play Cyberpunk in 4K, yeah, and at 60, and I have gigabit internet, so no problems there. Like no bandwidth cap. Like this is kind of perfect for me if if that's what I wanted to do. And you know, it, it, when it came out, it launched. It it, it works. I mean, it, I've played it. I played Destiny 2 on it. We played Destiny 2 on it a couple nights, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, uh, I gave you like my buddy pass, and we played a little bit. I think you played with a playstation controller or an xbox controller so you can use any any controller that you can get hooked up to your computer and you and i played and it worked fine um yeah. there, there wasn't a lot of lag uh there is some weirdness though about what games would do run at 4k and do run at 60 or 30 or what have you and you do get that kind of youtube buffering effect every now and again so i actually fired it up this week i hadn't I hadn't played it in quite a while and I took it upstairs to my 4K TV, What'd hooked you it up, uh, Assassin's Creed Origin or Odyssey. So mm-hmm. I fired that up. I had that on there, and you know it loaded up. It played, but man, it there's just you'll be going along for five minutes and it's fine, and then all of a sudden it stutters, and like the quality drops, like almost like a YouTube video or a movie, like when you see the quality drop, and mm-hmm. that is so, especially when you're a console gamer, when when that happens, you're just like, ooh, ooh God, it's like it really, really harsh. It really breaks the immersion. It breaks the right? whole thing, and you're like, man, you're like, you stop moving the character, and you're just like, whoa, that's weird, you know, and then it takes it a minute to kind of catch up, but it, it works. I think that's the, that's the key thing about Stadia. It works, and it works pretty well, and, you know, some of that might be the game itself and not necessarily Stadia, but... You know, I had a pretty good time with that. I played a decent amount of Odyssey on it when it first launched. I never did finish it. That's a long ass game. I don't have the oh, time yeah. to finish that thing. Uh, but I really the biggest issues I had when I was when I was trying to run it at 4K. So you can kind of you can drop the settings down from 4K to like 1080, or I think you just turn off 4K. When you turn off 4K, it does a lot better. But if you turn off 4K and you turn on HDR, it 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 seems to stutter and buffer a lot more and i've got gigabit internet so you're not going to get it through a phone or a tablet or anything yeah so i played it on my phone it's that's fine i've never 
this whole phone playing like console games is just not for me. I don't think like clipping like the little clips you can get for the Xbox controllers and the PlayStation controllers where you kind of clip your phone into it and play. Yeah. I think I'm just too old for that now. Like it's just hard on my eyes and just weird. And so like I have so four I TVs have a, in this house. Like if I was right. 10, I'd be, right. that'd be cool. Right. I could just throw that thing in there and play Then I'd probably yeah, hide under your it. covers. Yeah. Bedtime yeah and, stupid yeah. shit like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I can see the appeal of it. It's just not for me, but I did play it. I did load it up on the phone and play it. And I did play it on my laptop. Laptop was pretty cool. And the iPad would be really cool too. It's a big enough screen. You could, you could play on it. Uh, the one funny thing is though, if you, if you play on the Chromecast hooked up to your TV, you gotta kind of be careful where that Chromecast is because it gets hot, and I don't mean oh, warm. Geez. I mean hot. Like I played, I played Origins the other day for probably an hour, and then I went and went to unplug that Chromecast from that TV because I didn't need it there. I just put it there to play Stadia, and it was so hot it like hurt my feet, like hurt to touch it. <laughs> like that's how hot it got. Like that thing will melt something if it gets much hotter than what it what it was. Uh, let's well, see here. What else do we have as far as Stadia goes? Yeah, so let's let's talk a little bit about it. So it's it's nine ninety nine per month for the pro, but you can actually get into the platform for free. Yeah. So when I played this week, I I had canceled the pro months ago, mm-hmm. and it still let me load it up. It still let me play the games uh, that I had bought and that I got for free for being a you know an early adopter. Or, you know whatever it was. So I, I could I could load it up and play the games that I bought, you know, with without any, uh, um, you know, without the pro membership. You do have to have the pro membership to play in 4K. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. So the, a, a difference between uh, some of the others on this list and Stadia is that you actually buy the game separately. So yes, like like Xbox uh, Gold Live or uh, the PlayStation Plus stuff. They uh, during with their pro that's nine ninety nine. Uh, you do get free games with it, but if you wanted to buy, um, or you had to buy games if you wanted to play them. So I, I'm actually I would consider that a console in itself. You know, it's not uh, it's not just a, a streaming service. It's you're essentially just like not you're bypassing the to to buy a console and you're you're buying your games through there. So. Instead of owning games through Steam or through PlayStation or you know whatever, you're you're buying your games through Stadia, and I think that's that's a hard sell for people, um, especially just you know if you're a gamer now, you've you've already kind of you have your allegiance with something or another, and so the thought of like, well, I'm gonna switch over to this thing, it, it, I, I, it, to me that just kind of has a hard sell to it, you know. Yeah, I mean the 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 sell there is is can you run it at 4K 60? If the game supports it and your internet is fast enough, will it run smooth, you know, most of the time at 4K 60? If it can do that, then that's a that's a pretty good selling point if you've got... I think it has a better selling point a year ago than it is today because here in a month or two months, new consoles are going to launch that can do exactly that. So that right. that's the that's the key is it can it do something that the boxes can't? you know, more in the PC space and then, you know, going up to 8K. They were talking about 8K when they were launching Stadia, which is insane. So they got to kind of stay ahead of the curve there to a certain extent. Otherwise, I don't see the point because the next service we're going to talk about kind of has the game issue solved. 
Right. So, let you, uh, anything else to cover with Stadia? No. no. The controller's right, pretty so good. We, I will say the controller's not terrible for it being like a weird, like I'm holding a Google game controller. It's a pretty good controller. Does it have anything unique to it at all? Uh, not really. It's it's it, it has the stick layout like a PlayStation controller, so they're kind of side-by-side. It does have a Google Assistant button. And that was actually part of the other uh, cool stuff about Stadia that we really didn't talk about was how they were going to integrate it with, like, live streams and, like, YouTube. So, like, on YouTube, if you were watching somebody right. play a game, you would be able to jump into that part of the game they were playing. Or if you were stuck on a boss, you could hit the Google Assistant button and say, hey, help me find out how to kill this boss. And it would pull up videos of that exact moment in the game and tell you, you know, what you need to find videos showing you what to do, like for a certain quest or something like that. So that was, I think some of that's made it into the, into the service. It didn't launch with a lot of that stuff, but, uh, yeah, they should talk about that more. That's, that's cool shit. You know? Yeah. I think, I think but. the, uh, I think the thing where I can't remember what the marketing term was for it, but the thing where you can jump in from a YouTube video is getting ready to launch pretty soon. Okay, uh, so sounds like you've had a pretty overall a pretty solid experience. Um, but I <laughs> just your only notes here is runs like crap at 4K. Yeah, it does. I just yeah. want to throw that and, out and, there, I like your note. And there's there's just not enough games. Right. Okay. Moving on, let's talk about XCloud. Okay, so they don't uh, call it XCloud anymore, right? It's Xbox Game Streaming or something. It's it's not called XCloud anymore. Are they throwing Ultimate in there too, or is that the model that you have to buy? That's 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 you have to buy a Game Pass Ultimate to get it. They don't call it X Cloud anymore. No, it's not X Cloud anymore. No, no, it was called X Cloud. Even the link says. Uh, no, <laughs> never mind. Okay, anyway, so uh, whatever it's called, the Microsoft streaming stuff, it's uh, fifteen a month. They uh, they have their entire Game Pass uh, subscription will be included. Uh, I believe both the Xbox and the PC catalog, um, and I I call those out because they're different between the two. So yeah, uh, uh, you know Game Pass for PC you can play like Age of Empires. Um, you can play you know some some of those RTS games where they're just not available for the Xbox. Uh, so they're going to include both of those with that. You can stream, but you can also download. Um, all Microsoft first-party games will be on this platform, and that's a point to make with them buying Bethesda, uh, or mm-hmm. sorry, Zenimax last week. Uh, so they've already launched um, Doom Eternal on there. Um, so I just wanted to make that point across. We 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 talked about that last week. Um, currently, you can stream this on Android devices. Uh, they're supposed to be announcing uh, later devices uh, uh, or other devices at a later time. Uh, they announced uh, that you can set up your personal Xbox to be able to stream outside of the home. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work, um, but they, they did make that announcement. They recommend 10 megabytes down, and they have a super strong game lineup. I, I love Game Pass. I happily pay the money for that every month. Um it just the the lineup is probably the strongest out of all of them on here. Um, the you know once once they once the new Xbox comes out, uh, all the EA uh, play stuff is going to be on there. So you could go back and play you know Mass Effect or um, you know any other racing games or whatever like that. You know having that on the service as well is just 
it's just uh it's a really good it's actually one of the more expensive ones on our list here seems like uh even more than shadow for their for their what they're starting out per month right yeah i think i think they're not planning on selling a lot of standalone for x cloud <laughs> it's just going to be included with with you know your ultimate that's they want you to buy ultimate and then it's just included right. uh and it is only on android devices and so before my Android phone died, I actually played some of the xCloud. Uh, or now it's called Cloud Gaming. I did play some of that. I played some Halo 3 multiplayer matches on my phone, which, again, is not uh, my preferred way to do that. But it worked. <laughs> it seemed to work. It wasn't great. There was definitely quite a bit of lag. I was able to... And you just use your Xbox controller. It's Bluetooth, so it just hooks right up to your phone, which is kind of insane. Uh, but it, it worked. It worked okay. I, I, I feel like it didn't work quite as well as Stadia, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I heard something on another podcast actually today uh, because somebody was saying, "Why doesn't um, Microsoft push the cloud gaming on people that buy the Series S, so the the less powerful?" new xbox that's coming out like why don't they push that on there because it's got that small hard With drive a small right? hard drive exactly. right yep. it makes sense right well the the issue there is the cloud streaming stuff can only go i think it's 1440p it basically the cloud the cloud gaming infrastructure is based on one s's so not a one x this previous generation so a one s like it's just a bunch of one s's powering the cloud mm-hmm. gaming it's not even a one x so it can't do 4k so that's interesting. That's kind of something I didn't know actually up until today about it, about hmm. the uh, X Cloud or cloud gaming or whatever terrible name they want to come up with today. <laughs> I'm going to keep calling it X Cloud. All right, that's <laughs> here in my notes. So don't really want to change it on the fly here, but uh, but yeah. So I I again I love that platform. Uh, I'm actually even considering getting like a second one uh, for my kids uh, because. If I only have one Xbox here, so if they're playing on it, I can't play anything. Um, it used to not kick me off uh, from playing games on my PC. Like, we could play under my account on the PC and the Xbox at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is no longer the case. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, we're probably going to be a 2X Cloud or Cloud Gaming or whatever they call it household at some point. I feel like we've talked about this a lot. Do you, is there anything else you want to add or... No, I think I think the the big thing with these things is that, that none of them are really ready, honestly. It's a hard sell when you when it when they can't be consistent. And it's not necessarily your internet. It's just uh it just has a hard time serving up that to you at a consistent frame rate. I mean, it, frame rate, you know. I mean, Stadia is amazing. Stadia is amazing how well it works. Like Ten years ago, thinking about that would just be crazy. I load. I played it through the browser. Yeah. I was just on my computer, and within what thirty seconds, I didn't have to download Destiny or anything. I just fired it up. It that yeah. that piece of it is very cool. Yeah, I mean it's 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 really cool. It's just not quite there. It's just not mm-hmm. there yet. And consoles aren't that expensive. You know, you're paying either a monthly fee or to buy a controller with the state or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just not quite there. I think as an all around service just yet. 
for, for most yeah. of these at least. I, I don't know much about the Luna, but I'm about to find out. Well, before we get to the Luna, we're going to talk about this service real quick called Shadow. I didn't know this uh, existed until I read the show notes. So you oh, to cool. All right. Me. Well, I'm going to learn you something here real quick. So Shadow, basically, uh, you are renting uh, like a gaming computer in a sense. They're serving it up through, uh, you know, the, through the cloud. And, and you're streaming like pretty decent specs over the uh, you know over the cloud uh, so it's uh, I've got here I'll just read some of my notes here so it transforms your device into a gaming PC it brings your own games from Steam Epic or Origin or whatever you got so basically you can you can install them and stream them through this platform so you said device so what devices can we use all right um, so uh, hold on I will get to that um, further down my notes plans start at 11.99 per month. And at that price point, it's the equivalent of running games on a 1080. So I, I actually just stole a little. So you mean a 1080 for, graphics card, not 1080p, right? 1080? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That like, I meant like 1080p. Oh, at 1080p. Okay. Yes, 1080p. So thank you for okay. making me clarify that. There is a 1080, right? 1080 graphics card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, there is. Yeah. Okay. 1080, 1080 Ti, and they're actually still okay. probably pretty, pretty popular. Right. So I, I stole this quote. Shadow is a full-featured cloud PC with dedicated storage that you can access from any device at any time. You bring your own games, any device. your progress, any device. Yes. My Kindle. You bring your My own kids games. Kindle. Oh, I can play. <laughs> I can play XCloud through there because you have to hack it a little bit and install the Play Store. But, oh boy. Uh, it's actually really easy to do. So you bring your own games, your progress achievements from your favorite libraries or install the new ones. Their data centers are always up to date, so you can focus on gaming. They recommend 15 megabytes for optimal megabits. performance. Megabytes. Megabits, yes. It's Bits only available in the U.S. right now. <laughs> yep, so I do, I do want to just uh, to clarify that, that it's only available in the U.S. So the GPU is a 1080 or equivalent. GTX 1080 okay. or equivalent equivalent and I, i'm but i'm pretty sure that that uh price is only for 1080p four core 12 gig of ram 256 gigabytes of ssd so that's not a lot actually with um call of duty yeah, that, being this a, these know, specs I'm, I'm not yeah i'm not much of a pc gamer but i keep up on the specs and that doesn't sound very good for 12 dollars a month uh 4k up to 4k 50 60 frames per second okay so the that's the boost mode <laughs> their ultra mode oh, is no. 24.99 a month uh 4k with ray tracing What's the warp it's, mode <laughs> it's uh uh it goes to infinite dude they have an infinite mode. yeah yeah infinite so yeah. uh it, it's an rtx 2080 so i bought an rtx 2060 um and i've only really been playing gears uh tactics on it so i haven't thrown anything with ray tracing but it, it it's supposed to be uh able to do ray tracing uh you get 512 gigs at that 16 gigs of ram play desktop mac mobile tablet or tv so basically anything with a web browser you should be able to play this through and then they have a big plan oh. for 40 dollars a month um they say it's the equivalent of a titan which um the holy the, shit the new gtx 3090s are what are replacing the titans 
uh, four gigahertz, six core, 32 gigs of RAM, and a ter you get a terabyte of storage for 40 bucks a month, which isn't that bad, really. Um, those cards are, you know, $1,500 at this point, so. Yeah, that's that's insanity. $40 a month? $40 a month. It's not bad. No, it's not. Uh, I, you I just wanted to do, like, one to... game? You're selling <laughs> well, me on this here. I know. So you you get a, a terabyte of storage at that price at forty dollars a month, and you get thirty two gigs of RAM, and it serves your games up for you. So when I was looking for the show notes, you know, I wanted to be like, okay, and and I I left out the GeForce uh, stuff from the show notes, so we're not going to cover that in this episode. Um, but that's another one that can stream your Steam games to you and and things like that. Um, but I think there's a lot of people that are like pushing back on that because they just kind of th threw it out there without licensing or anything. So um, I haven't heard the greatest of things of that. But anyway, uh, this this shadow technology seems kind of legit. And, you know, obviously their website shows like nothing but praise. Um, but if you dig around a little bit, like people have a positive experience with it for $40 a month. And you bring your own games. So you would buy games through Steam or Origin or Epic, and um, you can play them through here. So how does that how does that work, though? Do you just sign in on Shadow somehow, and it just pulls them over? That's a great question. Huh. I don't have the answer to that. So I'm looking at their pricing tiers, and I, I saw that, uh, that you kind of ran down there. Yes. And it looks like there's not even a button to, like, purchase the infinite, the $40 a month. Uh, with the You're Titan right, RTX, yeah. it's it's weird. It, it shows the boost, the eleven ninety nine, the eleven ninety nine a month. It actually G. says pre order boost, so yeah. this is not launched yet. This is and still... it says that's the standard subscription, and then the Ultra and Infinite say for users only, which is weird. Because mm -hmm. I was yeah, actually, I'm gonna click this pre order button. Let's see when this thing is supposed to launch. If they have a launch date. Uh, when will I get access? Blah, blah, blah. I don't really want to get into this. Is my data secure? Sure. What if I'm in an <laughs> explorer state? Uh, you're probably going to run technical issues. Okay. So this one isn't quite out yet, looks like. Um, it does say any device. Windows, Mac, iOS, Android, Linux. So that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, it's, it, it is. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely oh, you have to pick your state even. Wow. Yeah, this is. This seems pretty involved. It, it'd be it'd be interesting to try this out uh, if it was month to month. Yeah, it doesn't show like you have to subscribe to a year of it. It's just it does that, show that you can get. Oh, okay, yeah. If you go yearly, it's eleven ninety nine a month. You save thirty six dollars. If you want to go monthly, you can cancel any time. It's fifteen dollars a month for the oh. boost. But you know what? It might be worth just trying it for a month. And it says ready like. to use within four days. So they got to build your PC. They're going to bring Superman in to help with that. Yeah. So I bet once you get this, once they get it up and running, they'll let you upgrade to like Infinite or, or the other one. Uh, Seems pretty cool. That's interesting. Um, I, I may bite the bullet and like try that for something. I don't know. I mean that that's if I could if I could run if 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 you if you're telling me I can run Cyberpunk like it's on a Titan yeah. on my 4K TV 
That'd be pretty cool. Seems like they're they'd be losing money. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's interesting. I had never heard of it before Titan. this before we start talking about this. So that's that's interesting. Well, we'll keep an eye on this. We'll we'll keep talking about it. Yeah. So it looks like um, it'll even run on Linux, which is cool. It doesn't say anything about controllers either. So you must be able to use and whatever actually, controller they, you want. They're saying on here today that they're gonna have they they'll be in the App Store. And eh, we'll see how long they're going <laughs> to be in the App Store. I doubt that that's going to stick around. Yeah. Uh, so that's Shadow. Keep your eyes open for that. Um, it doesn't show anywhere where there's a release date. So last thing we're going to cover tonight is the Amazon Luna, a new service that was announced last week. You can stream the Amazon Luna on computers, tablets, phones, and Fire TVs. So we're where you've you've kind of went the Google route with things. We've we have kind of Amazon Alexa stuff here. So we have Fire TVs that we can play with on this. The early access is going to be five ninety nine per month, uh, 1080p out of the gate. But they'll work on the 4K stuff in the future. They have a controller. Uh, it looks a lot like the um, Xbox. The, uh, yeah, or the uh, oh gosh, the Switch Pro controller, fifty bucks, uh, which actually isn't bad. Mm-hmm. So Ubisoft will actually be offering games on this platform, so you could play uh, Valhalla through it, uh, which is the new uh, Assassin's Creed game that'll be launching here in a couple of months. They're going to integrate with Twitch, obviously. Uh, they also say that they're going to be able to bypass the whole iOS store thing to run through a web browser and not a dedicated app. Uh, I'd say Apple will try to shut that shit down as quickly as possible, but uh, they're they're being pretty vocal about the fact that they will be able to do that. Huh. Um, no release date quite yet, uh, but uh, I think they're they're stating they're going to uh, launch before the end of the year. So that's about it with Luna. Uh, I don't know really what's going to set them apart. I think you know they're coming in a little cheaper. One word. One word. Twitch. Amazon yeah. owns Twitch. I mean, that's that's yeah. why this exists. I mean, they own Twitch. They now have their own platform. I'm sure it's going to tie right into Twitch. If they do some of the crazy stuff that Stadia was talking about with YouTube with Twitch, that could be a big deal. If people can watch mm-hmm. Ninja and you know those kind of guys, gals, streamers, and like jump into their games and, and do things with them on a game service, that's... I mean, that's why this exists, I, I, I would mm-hmm. say, anyway. It's a big part of it, at least. Twitch, yeah, is, a, Twitch you, is a pretty big deal. You can use your Xbox or your PlayStation controller. Um, they actually say you can use a keyboard and mouse, too, which is kind of cool. Uh, but, yeah, not a lot uh, more to talk about there. But, um, uh, you know, they'll, they'll throw some money behind it. I, I've... I, I, th- I think they do good things, so I'd like to see, uh, keep an eye on this. And hey, six bucks to try it, you know, for a month, so it might be worth it. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because you have Google and Microsoft and Amazon, three of the biggest like web computing, internet, cloud-based mm-hmm. companies in the world, if probably not the three biggest. If anybody can figure this out and figure out how to do it consistently, it's probably one of those three companies. So right. them getting into the, you know, into the market makes sense, uh, especially if they're they already own the biggest game streaming service in the world. And data center and yeah. And, yeah, I mean they have their whole yeah they have Amazon Web Service and all all that stuff. So it, it 
It does make quite a bit of sense. I, mm-hmm. I would be interested. I mean, if it worked, I would be interested in it. It's a low, like with Stadia, it's a low, in, low, you know, barrier of entry. I just gotta. I don't even have to buy their controller. I just have to pay for the service, which I'm already exactly. a Prime customer, so. <laughs> yeah, everyone is. <laughs> so I got a I got a question for you. Out of the five that we've talked about, so we've talked about PlayStation Now, Google Stadia, X Cloud, or or Game Stream, or whatever you say, Cloud Stream, Cloud Gaming, Shadow, and then Luna. Which which one of these are are you like more excited about? Well, right now this little Shadow thing is pretty interesting. Like them saying that I can play a game like on Titan level specs like a top-of-the-line $6,000 computer, if that's real, which is probably not, that's pretty interesting. Like, if I can... Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm in a very unique situation where I have the fastest available internet in the United States, so I have gigabit internet, so I'm getting a gig down. I can, I can eat, and I don't have a bandwidth cap, so I can, I can take what it requires to get that down and play it. Right. Like, if it can do that, that's what I'm looking for out of these services. Like if What's it's just, your upstream? Uh, usually two or three hundred. Oh my god! Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Sometimes my up is fast, or sometimes the, depending on what the bandwidth is like, if it's being really crappy and I'm getting like a half a gig, uh, down, I my up can be faster than my down, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah, it's 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 nuts, uh, but. I mean, that's what I'm looking for out of cloud streaming is give me an experience better than what I can get with the console. Like this, this, this thing with the Titan or Stadia saying they can do the same thing with like this high level, high end gaming PC, you know, resolutions and frame rates and, you know, HDR and all that stuff, the ray tracing, all that's, that's what I'm looking for out of it. I don't really, it, it, it being at 1080p and like the convenience factor of it, it's not really big for me. Because, yeah, not having to download a game isn't a big deal. But I have gigabit internet, so it doesn't take me very long to download games. So it's not... I mean, it, it is it, it is kind of nice, like, if you bought the Series S and you only had a 512 gigabyte hard drive. But, I mean, it's not really a big deal. I'm, I'm more looking for power. If it can give me more power and I don't have to build a $5,000 computer, that's that's what I'm looking for. And if I only have to pay, you know, 10 bucks, 15 bucks a month, that's so, so not to. I, I'm I'm looking on their website more. Shadow is a full Windows 10 PC, which means you can use any software or play any games you own, like a regular PC. You can download, install, and run any software. You can edit videos up to 4K. Use Microsoft Office. Binge, so it's just a VPN. Shows anything you want can be done on Shadow. I think. See, and I think. Okay, so we're going to talk about what we didn't talk about. Parsec is the same thing. Parsec is what a lot of uh, Ubisoft, actually in particular, was doing a lot of previews for Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So normally when they do game previews, they have uh, gaming, gaming media come to them or have they have an event and they all go to a hotel room or whatever and they play the game. Well, you can't do that right now with COVID. So they were using Parsec to basically stream out preview builds of the game and let people play it from their homes or media people play it from their homes. And, like, Giant Bomb is using it to do quick looks. Uh, they're using it for these previews. But if you go to Parsec's site, it says the same thing. Like, yeah, we, we do games, but we can also do stuff from work, like working from home. So if you've got a kick-ass, uh, you know, PC at your work and you just want to bring your laptop home, you can do that and use Parsec to basically VPN into your 
you know, work computer. So that's pretty, that's, that's kind of interesting that Shadows does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm pretty interested in this one too. Um, that's why I, I wanted to include it and make sure we, we cover this. It seems almost too good to be true. That price point is actually really low. Um, I don't, I just don't know how they would handle that. I mean, it would serve you a VM, I'm sure. They would just spin up a VM for you. Right. And you would share resources with other computers. Yeah, I mean, that's why it takes four days for it to activate. Yeah, right, exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, and $40 a month for the Titan is going to add up quick, right? I mean, right. It, it would eventually not be, you know, cost efficient at that point. But at some I mean, point, you're talking least. 40 bucks a month, $500 a year. Right. Yeah. So. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, uh, that's. I think that is our show tonight. Um, anything else you want to cover? No, I don't think so. I think we covered quite a bit. Um, I'm interested to pick up when Cyberpunk comes out. I'm gonna try it on one of these for sure. Mm-hmm. And and kind of see because I'm gonna buy it on Xbox and that'll be my kind of main main way I'm going to play it. But I'll, then I'll have something to kind of compare it to. With, so what's with it coming to? It, it, I guess it would only be Stadia, right? I know it's coming to Stadia. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's coming to Luna. I don't know if it's... I mean, I'd be able to play it on Shadow a... if I buy it from Steam <laughs> yeah. or something. and then Or Parsec. You totally or, good, yeah. Or uh, I don't have a PlayStation. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to test it out and see kind of how it runs if I notice any difference like with the input lag because Stadia I didn't really know any notice any difference with it with the input lag I, I think the mm-hmm. I think the main thing with the cloud streaming is it just feels like we're like it works and it's amazing that it works but it's just not there like it still needs more time and more development and more polishing before it can become like the way you play your games right now it's kind of this weird like convenience thing or weird little gimmicky thing like, oh, I can play, you know, whatever on my phone. Well, okay, that's fine. But you're not going to play games on your phone forever. Yes, that's true. Um, okay, well, that sounds like that's the show. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you want to send us an email, uh, you can send it to emails at bitpunch.tech. That's emails at bitpunch.tech. Uh, we have a website. It's at bitpunch.tech. It's where the uh, Simplecast is. Uh, and just hit us up on Twitter. Uh, it's, you can find that at BitPunch. But thank you, Rich. This was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good episode to have here before the new consoles come out and before some of the bigger games come out. So, And some stuff we can keep an eye on here as, as we talk about news going forward with, with some yep. of this stuff, especially Luna once it actually launches. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. But yeah, thank you so much, and uh, we will be back next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.